Everybody, thanks so much for joining us on this Tech Talk Live today. This has been a great discussion on watching television. Probably one of our best Tech Talk Lives. Probably one of the best Tech Talk Lives we have ever done. We have learned all about how to watch television accessibly and enjoy ourselves. And I'm sad to say we have reached the end of Tech Talk Live. Thanks so much. And we look forward to seeing you again next time. Hello, everybody. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was our joke intro for today. I hope you're all our very joke. confused about what was happening there. <laughs> you know, we were thinking to ourselves, how can we make people more confused more about confused. why we're here today? We are all about more confusion on this show. Yeah. You, you want to learn how to tech, how to use tech? Well, that's fine. But uh, let's get confused while we're at it. Why not? <laughs> Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to Good morning. Tech Talk Live. Good morning. It is a Thursday and it's 11 o'clock central, and that can only mean one thing an hour until lunch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well done. But also, Tech Talk Live. It is Tech Talk Live. I decided that our viewers are going to be called techies. You know how, like, you know how, you know, people always have. Like famous people always give names to their fans. Sure, you know sure, what I mean? sure, sure. So, uh, so uh, we're going to have techies. So, to all you techies out there, Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us again. Uh, it's great to have you here, and uh, hope you hope you are uh, enjoying the uh, the background we have today. Which, uh, for those of you who are not able to tell, it is a movie set. Yeah. Or, well, it, it, actually, I wouldn't say movie. It doesn't look quite that fancy. Let's say it's a, a TV set. With, it's like uh, a uh, small cable yeah. TV. Exactly. Like a yeah. Hallmark TV maybe set. Like maybe like one of those local channels. Yeah. You know? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Public access. Public access. Wayne's yeah. World type. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's because today we are going to be talking about accessible television watching. Yeah. And uh, Corey is going to be leading this one and giving us some great information. I am very excited. Yes, you should be. Yeah, he's going to be he's going to be telling us all the tips and tricks for watching TV. Yeah, and everybody likes watching TV, so so why not? Um, but before we do that, of course, well, first of all, let's mention these are not eligible for ACBREP credits anymore. We are sorry, Corey, if you would uh, mind hitting the sound effect there to. Uh, oh reflect. yes, um, I think it's this one. Oh, there we go. There we go. So <laughs> I wasn't sure which one I was going to be. It's not as good of all of it either way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yes, these are not eligible for that anymore. But uh, I don't think too many people care. But let's just give you a heads up there. Yeah. And also, of course, we uh, we well we haven't said this for a while, but we probably should. But anybody new. First of all, apologies if we confuse you in the intro there. But uh, also, do feel free to put your questions and comments into the chat or the Q&A, and we will be answering them as we go along, as we always yeah, do. And that includes jokes. We uh, we always like to receive jokes, so please feel free to send us some of those. Yeah. And uh, we do have our own joke, as always. So, uh, Corey, take yeah, it away. Before I jump into the joke, I do want to mention one quick thing. Anyone who got emails, uh, both who, who might be new joining us today or have gotten some reminder emails you may have seen that it changed a little bit saying vision connections and tech talk live the reason for that is if you remember next uh session september 30th mm. we are doing our vision connections virtual conference and it's going to be starting at 10 a.m central and our first 10 a.m hour we'll be talking about apps uh for an for iphones that'll be great for individuals on the job but also good for at home as well. 
And then we'll roll into our 11 a.m. normal Tech Talk live uh, slot. Mm. Where we'll have two special two special guests. Yeah, two I mean, this guests. is a, you say the normal slot, and it is normal because it's the same time, same place. Yes, but it's a bit of a special one because we have two special guests on. Yeah, we have two mm. special guests: Peter Tusik and Sam. Samuel CV, CV and I believe that. it might even be Samuel CV the third or the second. Oh, so, yeah, all right, or the fifth if you put them together. <laughs> um, but if you uh, and, and we're going to be talking about how technology, assistive technology, has changed our lives and uh, allowed us to be more independent. And Luke will be sort of doing. Um, um yes yes yes, exactly and then we'll be rolling into a 12 o'clock uh hour as well too so anyways long story short if you notice that email it is because next week is vision connections i i uh, did you mention that if people do want to join us for the full experience how people yeah so all all they're going to need to do is uh if you're hearing us now you've done everything you need to do you're just going to use your normal tech talk live webinar login link that you use to join us today you're going to use that next uh session on september 30th just remember, though, to come in at 10 a.m. Now, if you don't want to join us for the 10 a.m. iPhone, no problem. You can still log in at 11 a.m. And again, just use the normal link uh, that you've used to, to join today's session. Yeah, and after Tech Talk, we will be showing a lovely video that yep. we have created about uh, our agency here at Vision Forward. And then we'll be having some breakout rooms as well about the yeah. different services. I would imagine that's probably more for people who are in our in our area. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, please feel free to join us. Completely for the whole free. Thing. Yep, it's uh, it's going to be free and it's going to be fun. So for back to our joke now, we had a staff member come in this morning. <laughs> very and, and excited. She was very yes, excited. Was. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Mary. I yes. think I think she told that to us this morning because mm-hmm. I think she wanted us to use it today. She told us it was she the did. best joke she had ever heard. Yeah, she stayed up all night writing this joke. She did. <laughs> Um, and uh, I reckon I, I wish the night was a little longer, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. There. All right, here we go. The joke. Why was the bees hair sticky? Why was the bees hair sticky? <sighs> and let's give it a second in the chat. Uh, maybe we'll yeah. get, I bet you somebody's going to come up with Anybody this. I know one. why the bees hair was sticky. In the meantime, I would like to read this uh, joke here that was Ooh, we kindly got one. provided yeah, by Marie. Yeah. Uh, so thank you, Marie. And uh, Corey, let's see if you know the answer okay, to this. Hit me. What did the drummer name his twin girls? What did the drummer? Hi hat? No. Would have worked. Sim. Timber. Bass drum. That would be weird. I do not know. Anna one. Anna two. Oh, hey. that's pretty good. I like that. That's pretty good. I feel like I've slandered you there because I wanted to go for the applause. Yeah. Oh, Douglas is here. Doug- Douglas. Douglas. Douglas got it. Do- well, let's listen. All right. Let's wh- repeat the joke. Why was the bee's hair sticky? Mm, mm, why mm. was the bee's hair sticky? And what did Very Douglas good say? Question. Well, Douglas said, Corey, yes. he must have used a honeycomb. Uh, yeah. Hey, Mary yeah. and Doug, and the same. Good thing, job. Yeah, right. The this same has been way an playing. excellent day for jokes so far. It has. It let's, has. let's keep it up, everybody. But uh, yeah, so feel free to put your, any more jokes that you have uh, in the in the Q and A and chat. Uh, but in the meantime, we should probably get on to yeah. the topic at hand, which today is going to be accessible TV watching. Corey, why don't you give people an a, a flavor, a slight taste 
of what is coming up. Well, we have a lot to cover today. And as usual, we're probably, we always have more information than we have for, than we do time. Mm. So let me just talk really quickly. When we talk about accessible TV, we're gonna be focusing on um, really one main platform today, but if we have time, uh, we will demo a second platform, but we're for sure gonna talk about it. So when we talk about ac accessible TV, first and foremost, we're gonna be talking about ways to accessibly access TV content. And that could be either through Netflix, or Amazon Prime, Hulu, Disney Plus, and that's by using a streaming box. And there's really two main streaming boxes that are really popular and also the most accessible. One is the Apple TV, and we're gonna be doing some demonstrations today. And then the second is the Amazon Fire Stick or the Amazon Fire TV platform. In my opinion, those are probably your two best options for accessing um, uh, streaming material. Roku, although there is, uh, Roku is quite popular, especially in the mainstream uh, uh, world. It's, although it does provide a screen reader, I would definitely say it is the least feature rich uh, of all three. It's, That's a shame because I'm a Roku user and I do enjoy using Yeah, my, Roku my is a great platform, mm -hmm. but its accessibility is not good, mm -hmm. especially from a screen reader standpoint, right. which is really kind of what we're kind of talking about today. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about accessible, uh, accessible TV, we're not exactly talking about buying a television, coming home, connecting it up and, and, and playing over the air TV. Because in most cases, just moving through your channels is, 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 is accessible. There are some issues with, with getting accessible TV guides, but there are ways now to access those through your cable company. Most cable companies do provide an accessible uh, cable box that you can request that has a screen reader built in. So you're able to access the TV guide. You're able to record shows, access those recordings and things like that. There is also, uh, and this was just announced, um, new versions uh, from Amazon. Ooh. There are TVs with the Amazon Fire platform built in. Mm -hmm. So when we say the Apple TV, it's not actually a TV. It is a hockey puck size device that plugs into a, an existing uh, TV via HDMI mm. and then allows you to access, again, streaming content like Netflix, Disney Plus. I have only Hulu one question. Such. Yes. What does HDMI stand for? High Definition, mm. oh, I have no idea. My <laughs> if anybody knows, interface. please put it in the chat. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> but um, uh, so that's what, the, and that's also what the Amazon Fire Stick is. Again, it's a small device, plugs into the HDMI port of your TV and allows you to access that content. <laughs> Amazon has also, they've had TVs from third-party vendors in the past. Um, Insignia had had a television with the Fire uh, platform built into it. Android TV has also uh, had some TVs with Android built into that powered it. 
But just recently, Amazon has announced that they're making their own televisions with the Amazon Fire Stick or the Amazon Fire Platform built right into it. So Amazon are going to be building these televisions to their specs. Yep. Excellent. I, I uh, Just to interject there, I own a third-party Amazon Fire TV at the mm -hmm. moment, and I strongly dislike it. Oh really? So, yeah. So I'm glad to hear that okay. uh, Amazon are actually going to be making their own. Now, one of the one of the upsides to that, people might say, well, if I already have a TV, can I just buy a Fire Stick? Absolutely. <laughs> but if you're in the market for a new television because maybe you have an old TV that doesn't even have HDMI input and you want to take advantage of some of these streaming boxes that we're talking about today. Well, then I would definitely look at one of these new Amazon TVs that are coming out. First, they're definitely uh, affordable. They have two different models that they're, they're releasing. One's a little more affordable, one's a little more higher end with 4K and all that Ooh. kind of stuff. But the other upside to them is because the Fire, uh, Amazon Fire TV platform is built in, you're going to get a little extra accessibility of the TV. First, you're going to get the uh, a screen reader so that you can easily switch between the different inputs. So if you want HDMI 1, 2, 3, or the computer or uh, RCA input, whatever it might be, the screen reader will allow you to move through and, and make those choices and know which input you're choosing. Lovely. So that's nice. Also, and I've not yet tested it, but from my understanding, the screen reader should also allow us to utilize the built-in TV guide that will be included Ooh. so that you can access TV guide uh, and know what's coming on uh, at certain times and, and all that good stuff too. That is quite exciting. Yeah, so I'm excited about uh, about those. I think it's, it's gonna be really nice. But as I mentioned, today we are focusing on the external streaming boxes that you're going to connect to your television. Just before we do that, Jim Denham has an answer for us. Yeah. HDMI, high definition media interface. Oh, I had motion instead of media. <sighs> he so was so close. close. Now, if anybody else- pretty good at just making these up. I was but... going to say, if anybody else <laughs> were, has any other ideas, please feel free to send them over to us. Yeah. What could HDMI stand just for make a in your world? Hippopotamus, dinosaur, <laughs> mountain- uh, interrupt yeah that, that, that yeah. works well if anybody agrees with coy let us know yeah prove me wrong <laughs> <laughs> show you know, me. truth is relative show so. me, yeah show and me what it says so all right so we are focusing today on these external boxes uh that you can plug into your your tv mm. now coy Yes. When we say external boxes, are we talking something the size of an old VCR here? What are we, what are we talking well, about? Well, the Apple TV is about the size of a hockey puck, Ooh. although it's not round, it's mm. more square, but mm -hmm. that's about what I uh, uh, would say that it's the size of. How does it do if you hit it with a hockey stick? It's not happy. Mm. It's, okay. You can do it once. Okay. As long as you score, yeah. that's probably worth it. And um, also, then the Amazon Fire Stick is, I, man, what would you say it is? The it's size around of, the size of a USB drive, maybe slightly larger. Maybe, well, maybe, maybe two, 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 US, two flash drives yeah, maybe wide two flash drives, and yeah. Yeah, two we, flash we, drives long. We um, have two different types here. Of them, yeah. um, one of them is smaller than the other. Now, I don't know if, if that's because one of them is 4K, maybe uh, has a better processor in it. 
Um, yeah, but and they just but, announced new ones of those as well okay, too. So, so I'm not even sure what those are going to look yeah, like. But, but anyway, not not very big, not very heavy. Yep. Yeah. Both of them do require, like I said, connection via HDMI to your computer, and then they both need to be plugged in as well. I too. have a question here. Yeah. Okay. So I believe that the Apple TV has an Ethernet port, but I could be wrong. Sure does. Okay. Okay. So you can uh, hardwire that one. How about the Fire Stick? Wi-Fi only for okay. the Fire Stick. That's now, what I thought. Yeah, for the Fire Stick, it's Wi-Fi only. Apple TV also it it has Wi-Fi, does have the Ethernet. Um, I've run it both and and really have not experienced much different. So oh, from uh, ease of access and not running a lot of cables, I think Wi-Fi is going to be just fine. I agree with you, but I do wonder if you're streaming 4K content, what how how that affects. Things. I've not had any issues uh, streaming 4K. Yeah, yeah, from both Netflix and um, it's, it's, it's not been an issue. It's but. really quite remarkable how that can be a thing. And I mean, to be fair, I guess you know the actual resolution is going to vary depending on the available bandwidth yeah um but yeah the buffering with this stuff is really pretty amazing these days yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah yeah no no <laughs> <laughs> all right so both of our options the apple tv and the amazon fire stick provide us some accessibility options and we're going to be focusing on vision specific today they do both offer uh magnification and the magnification, I, 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 I like that they both provide magnification. And I think where the magnification is probably best suited for, is just when navigating through the menus mm -hmm. and, and finding the content. Once you start streaming the content, once you've picked your TV show or you picked your movie, you're really not going to be using magnification to watch it because mm -hmm. it's just going to be way too difficult um, to be constantly panning around and and seeing what you know everything you need to. Can we? Uh, would you mind if we stop that just briefly to sure. discuss the vision body? Because I know we said we're going to mention it, and I yeah. thought maybe that would be a good point. Absolutely, we we're talking about magnification. Um, I feel like I keep interrupting you, so that's fine. <laughs> I apologize. Um, actually, Douglas has also asked us what is forte and i think uh that's uh, he means 4k what is four it's the number four and then the letter k douglas and it's basically um it's uh, with regards to the resolution of the image now if you are somebody who is blind and you're using audio description this probably isn't going to be as relevant um, but it's basically 4K is the current standard of resolution. So it's a, a high resolution image, which Four, uh, is 4,000 nice lines. Right. Um, yeah, and now they're actually at 8K. Is yeah, so now 8K now is, is going to be the next thing. <laughs> 8, but it's yeah. basically with regards to, so you may have heard 1080 before or 720, and those are high definition um, kind of standards. Um, and 4K is the next standard along from those slightly sharper. To be honest, I can, <laughs> I can barely tell the difference. I think yeah. if you have a very large TV, um, then you can tell the difference. But for myself, I've never really cared too much. Um, but that's yeah. just me. Um, okay, let's quickly talk Vision Buddy here. I, I believe we may have discussed this before, but um, in terms of magnification, as Corey was just discussing, there are wearable devices which are good for zooming in on television content. And the Vision Buddy is one of the good ones in that regard. Because what it does is you can connect it to your cable box or rather connect a streamer to your cable box. It's just kind of a, a rectangular metal, uh, metal box with some antennae on it. And what it does is it sends the image 
from your cable box directly into these VR goggles here, which obviously you would be wearing. So now you're seeing that content in the goggles directly. And it's kind of like sitting in a movie screen and having this big screen in front of you. And you're able to make it larger through pressing some buttons on the headset and magnifying things. Um, so this is a cool, um, a cool option for kind of accessibly watching television content um, through magnification. I would say it's definitely going to be better than using a, a magnif the magnification built into you know some of these streaming yeah. boxes. And um, you know the other thing you could do is use a regular wearable and use the camera in the front to look at your television. But the trouble with doing that is you'll lose some image clarity because uh, you're looking at a screen through a camera through a screen, and uh, the light in the room is going to affect the clarity of the image and stuff like that. Where Whereas with the Vision Buddy, the image is sent directly into the glasses, and so you don't have any of those uh, those uh, problems there. Um, okay, so Spencer here has a good point about the Vision Buddy. It says Vision Buddy is interesting for watching uh, TV uh, from, and you could use it to watch uh, Apple TV or the Fire Stick. Yeah. But he said there's a, there is a delay, which yes there is, and the magnification through the built-in camera is miserable. I'm not sure I would say it's miserable. <laughs> seems a little extreme but it's not uh, it's definitely not the best in class um for the live magnification and uh oh spencer says it's worse than miserable <laughs> All right. um so obviously has very strong opinions about the live image yeah the vision body primarily i would say like is great for watching television and there is a delay but i mean that may or may not be an issue depending on you know are there other other people watching the television in the room um and if so i mean if so that delay could be an issue but um i, you know, it's know. I mean it's, it's gonna be it's usually what like a about a second, second and a half. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think watching TV, even with someone else in the room, is a really big deal. I think where the delay really becomes a problem is when you want to try using it like to run your computer through it. Oh yeah, that or you know problem. that's yeah. that's where the yeah. delay is really going to become a problem. Yeah, for sure. I'm, although saying that though, that because of the delay, there's a delay in the audio as well as the video. So if somebody's got the TV cranked up, you're going to be hearing the audio. That's true. A that's second true. and a half before you're hearing the headset. But that's true. I think that's some finagling you can do there um but yeah i mean if you're if you're watching tv alone at least uh, i would say it's a really great mm -hmm. option for doing that and being able to magnify and i'm hoping they can get that delay down although who knows whether that's technically possible or not yeah um, anyway, that's my piece done very cool yeah and and i think from a from an, a magnification standpoint for watching tv using a device like the video uh the vision buddy is really going to be your better option than trying to use the built-in magnification on your TV or on your streaming box. Yeah, it's sure. just going to you know just be much easier. Yeah, the nice thing about it is when you zoom in with the Vision Buddy, for example, you have inertial panning, so you can just move your head up and down, left and right, yeah. and that will allow you to pan around you know the screen and everything uh, rather than having to use a controller and trying to like press the buttons to yes. pan around or whatever. It, it, so. Moving your fingers just right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So when we're we're going to be demonstrating the Apple TV uh, uh, mostly today, and so first let let's talk about the the similarities. They 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 basically do a lot of the exact same thing. They both have magnification. They both have a screen reader built in. They're both going to allow us to access Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu. Disney Plus, HBO Max, any of those, um, any of those streaming platforms that you hear about, both the Amazon Fire TV Stick and Apple TV are going to provide you access to. We, it. we could literally no spend the rest of the show just naming. Yeah, you probably so you really could. You really could. <laughs> 
Um, obviously, on the Apple TV, you're going to be able to access all of your Apple content. So your iTunes movies, your Apple TV Plus subscriptions and TV shows that are specific to uh, Apple TV. Um, and then uh, at the Amazon, uh, Amazon Fire Stick, you cannot currently cannot access any of your iTunes movies that you may have purchased. There's talk, and they might have even done it already. I'm not an, an Amazon Fire Stick user, so uh, not a daily user. There's talk about pushing the, uh, the Apple TV app to those uh, so that you can watch mm -hmm. Apple TV plus TV shows and movies uh, on other platforms, and they may have done that already. That would seem but to make some buying sense. It, buying, I, uh, buying content for sure, uh, iTunes content, you for sure can't see up. Mm -hmm. So you may ask, uh, price is the other big difference. Mm. The Apple TV, there are a couple different models, depending on how much storage you want. I just recommend getting the least amount of storage, mostly because if you're not uh, playing games on it, you don't need uh, you don't need all that storage. Mm -hmm. I believe it starts at like 159 or 139. It's in that range, 160 ish dollars, where the Fire Stick uh, you can pick up for 59, 49 dollars. So obviously it's much less expensive. And so your question might be, well, which one should I should I pick? Well, if budget is your main uh, deciding factor, in my opinion, then you're going to want to go with the Amazon Fire Stick. Um, it's a third of the cost, and it's going to provide you access to almost all of the same information and, and content that you'd want. If budget isn't as important to you and performance is more important, mm -hmm. then I recommend the Apple TV. I find that voiceover on the Apple TV is much uh, more responsive. Uh, I can quickly scroll through long lists and tons of content and move around quite quickly with no performance lag and no issues at all. I find that on the Amazon Fire TV, Voice View, it's built-in screen reader. Um, there's some there there's some definite performance issues. It's it 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 drags a little bit as you move around quickly. But I'm an impatient person and like to quickly move through things. So for me, the Apple TV was was more important. And uh, the Apple uh, sorry the uh, the Amazon. The third-party TV that I have with the Fire stuff built in at the moment, mm -hmm. the reason I don't like it is because it's so laggy, mm -hmm. which isn't really Amazon's fault because they didn't build the TV. Well, but... I think it's a combination, though. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think their be. platform is laggy mm -hmm. in general. A lot of people do complain, even those not using accessibility, mm. like you're mentioning, yep. it still is it is still laggy, even buying a, a Fire Stick and just using it straight up with nothing. Yep. Uh, people do complain about performance. Yes. But you're also talking a third of the cost. Yep, very true, very true. So we're going to look at the Apple TV first here. So um, do you want to switch over to I our, do. Other, our I TV do this. camera? This is a new camera that we have as well. So, yeah. Uh, let's see how we get on here. There is uh, a picture of a lovely dog. Hello, lovely dog. Yeah. So before we jump in, the way you interact with your Apple TV is via a remote control that comes with the device. Apple had just announced a new remote uh, within the last six months, and it is definitely an improvement over the exist uh, over the previous remote. Mm -hmm. The previous remote uh, was very thin, and the whole top half of it was a touch uh, touchpad that you swiped up, down, left, right, and then pushed down on the whole thing for like enter or select. 
So anyone who's using uh, any touchscreen device with a screen reader would be familiar with the flick gestures. It was really hard to figure out where the top and the bottom of the remote was. And by the time you did, you then now performed a bunch of gestures on the touchpad. <laughs> it was just a nightmare. Most people didn't like it. So Apple has now released a new remote that does come with the new versions of the Apple TV 4K, or you can buy it separately and pair it with your old Apple TV uh, generations as well too. And that's the remote I'm using here and I highly recommend it. There is some differences. They've made it bigger. They've moved the Siri button onto the right-hand side of the remote. But most importantly, they've now given us a normal direction pad up, down, left, and right. And in the center is a select button. And that select button is also still a touch um, sensitive pad. So we can still swipe up, down, left, and right on that pad if you prefer using that gesture. So it's, it's really giving us the best of both worlds. So I, I recommend it. If you're a voiceover user on the iPhone, then that might feel you know, somewhat familiar. Yeah, but I will say, you know, any, and again, maybe this is a personal preference, but anytime I can use a physical button to do something, mm. give me a physical button. Fair enough. Uh, it's just, I find it to be a lot easier. You get and, that and, kind and of tactile response you, that do. you don't get with a touchscreen. Yep, exactly. Mm. And I find it from an ergonomic standpoint, and like mm. carpal tunnel, I find it much easier to just press, 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 then swipe, swipe. Oh, yeah, no, you know. totally. Yeah. So, um, so we are going to uh, uh, wake up our Apple TV here if it's not already awake. There we go. Oh, you know what? Let's, un let's unmute the TV mic so you guys can actually hear. So we are now at our home screen of our Apple TV. And this is very similar to the home screen on an iPad or an iPhone, where you have your grid of your columns and rows of your different apps. And we can rearrange them uh, however we want to. And we'll use our remote. We can simply, uh, unlike YouTube, row three, column two. Don't stop talking. Unlike <laughs> the uh, iPhone, where we have to continuously swipe right to always move, we can't really move down, not easily. Real fireplaces. Uh, row four, uh, the two. difference here is that with this remote, because we have an up, down, left, right dedicated buttons, we can actually move in any of the four directions we want. So if we want to move Urgent, up, fireplace, YouTube, row three, we can just two. hit up. Infuse, row two, column two. And we always hear the coordinates. So I'm in row two, column two. So Arcade, if I go over to the two, oops, top shelf, I'm keep hitting the touch Music, pad. Disney Plus, row two, column three. Infuse, row two, column two. Netflix, row two, column one. So row two, column so one. So we're getting the cell coordinates. And that's been, that's been normal on Apple TV for a while. So as we move around, voiceover, the screen reader is going to announce whatever we land on. Now, for those that might not have a uh, voiceover built in or, or have, don't have it turned on by default, when you get your Apple TV and you pull it out of the box, you plug it into the wall and you put it into your HDMI and you turn it on, you will be prompted um, that the iOS will, or Apple TV OS will tell you how to turn on voiceover by default so that you can set it up right from the get-go independently. And just, uh, you've, and, got, you've got to live that way. I know, I love that. Yeah. It, it really, I mean, iPhones, iPads, mm -hmm. Macs, you know, all of it, being able to just do it independently is 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 such a huge and thing. And I believe uh, Windows is the same now. Uh, yeah, yeah, it sure is. Yeah, Absolutely. Very nice, very nice. So let me quickly do a little discussion, a little description of the Apple TV remote. We're, again, we're talking about the new one so that when you get it, you'll know which buttons I'm talking about. 
So on the remote itself, on the right spine, so the skinny side of, uh, of the right side of the remote, there's just a single rectangle button, and that's our Siri button. We'll talk about using Siri in a little bit. If we then move to the front of the remote, in the top right corner, we have a small round button. That's a power button. That's going to turn off your Apple TV and also turn off your television if it supports that feature. Then below that, right in the center, we have our up, down, left, right with that center select or touch, surf, uh, touch sensitive surface. Below that, we have two columns. On the left-hand side, we have three buttons going vertically. The top one is our back button. Our middle one is our play pause. And our bottom leftmost button is mute. And then if we move over to the right column, now we have actually technically two buttons here. The bottom one is a, kind of a double size button. The top right one is our home button. And then the, the right hand side is uh, volume up and volume down. And you'll feel that that's a, a double size uh, vertical rocker. Do they have any kind of tactile markings or is it just a case of memorizing what the different buttons are? Yeah, the um, the back button, uh, well, you know, they might even call it the menu button. Mm -hmm. I always call it the back button because it moves you back. I think they actually call it the menu button technically. That's a little concave. So that's ah. going to be the top one on, on that left column mm -hmm. uh, of the three. It is a, a little more concave than the other two below it are. Mm -hmm. And actually uh, uh, all of them, it's the, it's the only one that's really concave. Okay. And that is the button that we hit three times in mm. order to turn voiceover on and off. For some so, reason, that seems familiar. Yeah, mm. so you think of it as your home button. Mm -hmm. So if we hit it three times, voiceover off. We have it turn off because we had it on. Mm. And again, voiceover on, Netflix, row two, column one. Netflix, and we can turn two, it back on. Quick question as well. for you. Yep. If you don't set up voiceover when you first you know, turn on the TV, mm -hmm. um, would you be able to use that uh, triple click? You know, that is a great question. And I don't know if it, I think it's turned on by default. So I do believe so. Okay. Otherwise, if the uh, Apple TVs are ready, set up and connected, you can always use the Siri button oh, like genius. you do on your, on your iPhone or iPad mm -hmm. and go ahead and turn it on and off that way awesome. as well too. Now, if neither of those are working and you need sighted assistance, let me show you really quick where you can go, where you can have somebody go in the menus uh, both to turn it on, but also so that we can go in and adjust some of our um, uh, some of the the different if we want speaking rate and things like that about mm -hmm. voiceover. Channels. So first, what we're going to do on. is we're going to go to our settings app. Now we could use our up, down, left, right. We can find it in this home screen and hit our select button, or we'll just use Siri. Open settings. Netflix row two column one. Come on. System button. 10, All right. So it opened up our, our settings for us. Now it took me a little farther down the menu. You heard 10 of 11 because I was in settings before making sure we were connected to our Wi-Fi, And so it moved us, it kind of remembered our place uh, in, in the menu, but it is now vertical. So we'll just go ahead and we'll go down to the bottom and we're going to work our way. Uh, for, well, actually, you know what? We'll go all the way to the top. There we go. So we got general up at the top. We'll come down. Users and accounts button. Two of Users 11. and accounts. Video and audio button. Three of 11. Notifications button. Four of 11. Airplay and home kit button. Five of 11. Remotes and devices button. Six of 11. Accessibility button. Seven of 11. And that's our choice that we want. Accessibility. So I'm going to go ahead and press the center of that direction pad. Vision. Voiceover on button. One of seven. 
And I always love how it tells us exactly how many options. VoiceOver is right up top. So let's go ahead and choose that. VoiceOver on one or two. So we've got it on. Now we'll come down. VoiceOver help button 202. And we've got our help navigation right there. Style, direct touch one of one. We can come down. We can choose our navigation style. We're not going to get into that today uh, just because it's a little bit more advanced, but there is a couple different ways you can set up your remote and the way you can navigate with VoiceOver. Verbosity button one of one. Verbosity, that is going to. Oh, it's not going to say it. Usually you've got kind of those hints that come on. So it mm -hmm. tells you what you can do. Mm -hmm. You can turn those things off once you get real comfortable with using it. Speech, voice, Alex, button, one of four. Speech, this is where we can go in and change which voice you want to use. I'm using Alex, but you can use a bunch of different voices. Pronunciations, button, two You can four. also change, I believe, your speaking rate in there as well. Speech rate, 66%, oh, button, three or four. So we can go in and change. Now let's actually change our speaking rate because it might speech be a little adjust, adjustable. 68%. So it's at 68. So let's go. 66%. 64%. I'm just using my left arrow right now. 63%. 61%. 59%. 57%. 55%. Oh, that's slow. And we'll hit enter. There we go. All right. So now I'm going to hit my back button again. That's the one that's a little more concaved. You're going to see that it comes, takes us back to our uh, previous menu we were at. Each press of that back button is just going to keep taking us one step back. Is there any way to go directly back sure. to? Sure. Yep. Okay. That's going to be right. that home button right uh -huh. above the up volume. Now, by default, the Apple TV, its home button is actually set up to bring up the TV app on your device. Mm. I've gone in into the settings here and I've changed it because I rarely use the TV app. I set it up so that when I hit my home button, it, Netflix, goes, two, it closes it and takes me right back to my home. Was there a TV app then? Is that live TV? Good question. Hmm. No. Ah. And, that, and, and we should have mentioned that right from the get-go. Both the Apple TV and the Amazon Fire Stick do not, well, they do not allow you to, by default, watch live television. Mm -hmm. And I say by default because there are ways of doing it, right? If you sign up for the YouTube TV package or mm -hmm. Sling TV, mm -hmm. or if you're a charter, uh, Spectrum um, cable um, subscriber, you can download the Spectrum app and watch live TV that way. So there are ways to watch live TV, but not by default. So under settings and accessibility is where you'll go to change and uh, modify your settings uh, to the way you want to turn on voiceover, speech rate, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. All right, now that we've got it running now, let's take a look at navigating through some of our favorite apps. Now we did mention that the device does allow us to do Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus. By default though, when you get your device, you won't have those apps. So you are gonna sign into the app store uh, just like on your other iOS devices. And you'll go into the app store and do a search for a specific app. Now we already have one. Um, uh, we have most of these all installed, but let's just take a look really quick. So you know what that process looks like. So I'm going to go up App store. And there's our app store. So I'm going to go ahead and hit OK. Menu, tap menu, discover tab one of six. And you heard discover tab one of six. So the uh, Apple TV likes to use this the very similar way of doing things, and it's usually tabs going across the top of the screen, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. And um, we use our right and left arrows to move through the different tabs, and then either OK or down arrow to then go into those tabs. 
Now, discover is the first one, but we're going to look for some, uh, we're going to move to the right. Apps tab, two of six. Now we could look at a long list of apps. We'll keep going to the right. Games tab, three of six. Arcade tab, four of six. Purchased tab, keep five going. of six. Search tab, and there's six search. of six. I'm going to go ahead and hit OK on keyboard, search. Hey. This brought Alpha. up a keyboard. Alpha. Now I will say, this is a big downfall of the Apple TV. It's on-screen keyboard is a nightmare to use. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of it. Basically, the way it is, is it's one long uh, horizontal right to left list of all of the letters right in a row. Boom, 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 boom. So, for example, if we want to look for Netflix, we're going to have to move all the way to the right to N. And then hit OK. Now back to E. I would like to suggest with the new remote, it's probably a little easier than it was before, at least. Yeah, because you've got the physical buttons. Yes, you're not such a Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, now the Still a pen, but a little easier. And just as a side note, let me just finish this. Right, it's right? Yeah, all right. Netflix. Side note, you can typically in most edit fields, you can also use the Siri button to dictate as well, too, just as a side note. Excellent. We're going to go down arrow. Kanji King TV, puzzle, artwork, button, three of three. Well, that's weird. Let's go Netflix. to the left. Shuffle for Netflix. Oh. Find something. Netflix. There Start watching. Hey. Artwork, button. So I'm going to go ahead three. and hit OK on open, that option. Button. And you see artwork, here that image, I have opened because image, I already Netflix. have it Start installed. Watching. Watch TV shows and movies recommended just for you, right, including award-winning Netflix original series, <laughs> movies, right. and documentaries. Can we do a two-finger? No, uh, I haven't everyone. figured out. There must There's be a way. There's a watching yes. experience just for kids with family-friendly entertainment. Stop. How does Netflix no, tell us? <laughs> Netflix and TV shows and movies all the time. Browse so, titles or search hey, for I your said, favorite. I told you Netflix, to start yeah, watching yeah. artwork. So one, one of the things you, it's probably going to read it all again. Netflix. So, <laughs> I knew it was. <laughs> um, you you saw there. I had an open button. You saw or heard it said open. If you've not yet down downloaded an app, it would either say get or install, or there'd be a price there if you had to pay for it. And so then you'd go and uh, follow through with that purchase. Once it's downloaded, then it'll end up and show up on your home screen. Again, very similar to iOS on your iPad or iPhone. And so the first time that you use the App, App Store, store if, uh, if you have an existing uh, you know, account, mm -hmm. then you would be able to just sign in with your existing ID. But presumably, then uh, there would be an option to create an account. If you yeah, and, and that typically would happen while you're setting up the Apple TV see, for I the see. first time, because you're going to ask you to sign in with your Apple account and all that good Is stuff. Is it necessary to put credit cards? details in or is that not necessary? um i don't know on the apple tv because i know on the iphone there's a way to go in and touch um uh, other options and then yes. sign up without yes. I, i've not done it on the apple tv i would assume it's probably the same they probably have that same option kind of buried a little bit as well yeah yeah all right so that's how you get your app once you have the app installed then you're going to go ahead and find it on your home screen launch it most likely you're going to need to sign in for that app. Arcade app store. So Robot, we're going to go to Netflix. Two, we're going to open one. it up. Selected movies, four of six. And I have selected um, movies, four of six. I have Netflix opened up here. And again, it does support separate profiles. So if you've got a couple different profiles in your Netflix, mine went right into my profile because we were in here just a little bit ago. 
Now, Luke, I'm going to ask you, uh, I'm going to say something and you tell me mm. if I'm wrong visually. Okay. But on the left-hand side of the screen going vertically, you've mm. got a couple different options from home, TV, movies, and so forth, right? You do, but I will say that that um, disappears when you're in the main area of the screen. Okay, so yes. in order to get it pop up, we go to the left. It's oh, actually, actually there. there already. Okay, yeah. yeah. My list, five of six. So I'm in the, there's six here. Selected so let's go there. Movies, movies, four of six. And I can TV go shows, up to TV. three of six. And when I choose one Selected of these, then I'll choose movies. It disappeared, and now I'm sort of in, you know, uh, in the center area here. And these have different strips, I sometimes call them. Mm -hmm. And they can be navigated with your up and down arrow. And each of those strips are different categories, mm -hmm. action, uh, comedy, family friendly. And then once you land in sort of a genre or a category you're interested in, then you move right and left through the different um, uh, different movies. So the if we Christmas Chronicles, two of prime movies, down, Icarus, one of 74. Prime movies. Dramas based on books, dramas. an unfinished life, one of spotlight, one of one. Oops. Play, button, dramas based on books, an unspotlight, one of one. I keep having this Play, every so button, often where it's dramas based on books, an unspotlight, two. one of popular on Netflix, there School of Rock, two of okay. 75. So here's a category uh, popular on ne uh, Netflix, and it said two of 75. So obviously, if I go over to the left one, the Karate Kid Part Two, one, one of seventy-five. Go to the right, Rock Two of seventy-five. Right, The Karate Kid Part Three, three of seventy-five. Oh, karate Kid, Jungle wow. Unchained, four of seventy-five. All right, let's go back over to School of the Rock. Kids, two of School of Rock. And I'm going to hit OK or the center button, and then we play button. We have one a play button. We should be able to get some other information here too. Sometimes I find with Netflix that it it typically should read us the description mm. and it's not right now. It mostly might be because we were in here just a moment ago playing it before we went live. Uh, but typically it will read you the description. Let me try an up arrow. Sometimes that'll do it. No. Nope. Add to my list button. Down arrow three. will allow me to add it to my list. Rate this title. I can three rate three. it as well, but let's go add back to my up list. to play. play button. One of three. Try a right arrow. Nope. There you go. You hear the little dunk noises that tells you that there's you can't go that direction. And you'll find on both platforms as you're getting used to it, you sometimes just try up, down, left, right and see which direction you need to move in. As I mentioned, it typically should read us the description. It's not right now. Sometimes I find if I go out and then come back in again, it will do it. Um, but we're sitting on our play button. Now, besides accessing all of this content, which is great, Another thing that makes watching TV accessible is audio description. Mm -hmm. For those that are not familiar, audio description is a special audio track that has been added to content that has a uh, narrator who's talking and describing what's going on during the TV or movie, but in between any dialogue. So you're not missing any of the important parts of the movie, but it's filling in any gaps as you're watching it. Netflix. Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, Hulu, HBO Max, uh, and I'm probably missing some other ones, all provide audio description. Mm. Now, not everything you pick on, on those, uh, any of those platforms is um, automatically going to have audio description. Most original content, both in Netflix and Amazon Prime, they typically have um, audio description right off the bat. But we are just seeing an explosion of audio description in the last year. We are just seeing more and more platforms and more and more content coming out with 
uh, with audio description. As it should. Yeah, absolutely. It, should. it has made a huge difference. Now, one other thing I want to say about audio description, a lot of times people will say, um, well, I'm watching it with a sighted individual and it'll annoy them. Or the sighted person says, man, that's annoying. Let me just say this. I would say suck it up. Well, that's really what I do want to say, <laughs> honestly. But give it a chance. Yes, in the beginning, it is annoying. When I first lost my vision and I started using audio description, I thought, holy cow, this is annoying. <laughs> but it was new. I never did it before. Just like a screen reader when I first started mm -hmm. using it. Mm -hmm. Once I started getting comfortable with it, I won't watch something now if it doesn't have audio description. My wife now also loves watching uh, content with audio description because she sits a lot of times and is knitting or doing some kind of craft project, yeah. crocheting. Then now she doesn't even have to look at the TV at all. Yeah. Um, and she can still enjoy it just as much as I am. It's so, almost like a talking book at that point. It you know? really does become it. And it adds yeah. so much to uh, to 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 the, the content. Yeah. So let's choose School of Rock here. And I know this has audio description. Let's listen to what it sounds like. And then I'm also going to show you where to turn it on in case you don't have it on. So we'll go ahead and hit enter. Now, we can only watch it for a moment here because of YouTube. That is a shame. Rated PG-13, some rude humor and drug references. Ooh, ooh uh-oh. Oh, oh get, yeah. Let it play. Logo, silver and gold stars fly down through clouds and encircle the word Paramount atop a snow-capped mountain peak. There's that audio Paramount, description. A Viacom company. Let it go for just one more second here. Credits initially appear as slogans on jackets and posters around a rock club. Paramount Pictures presents... I'm going to go ahead and pause it here. So as you have heard, we had a uh, male voice starting to narrate both the beginning kind of intro uh, of Paramount and then started reading the um, uh, credits as well, too. Mm, very pleasant voice as well. Yeah, they, they do a really good job. It's funny, mm. uh, like an audio book, you mentioned it's like an audio book. A, a, a bad uh, audio describer can really ruin yeah, a movie, just imagine, like a, yeah. a bad narrator in a book cab. Yeah, totally. Uh, just a quick interjection for Please. Jim mentions that you can also pair the Apple TV with a Bluetooth keyboard or a refreshable Braille display for easier typing. Absolutely. Good tip. Good yeah, tip. You got it. And you can also pair it with a Bluetooth speaker or pair it with a, uh, I'm not, I shouldn't say Bluetooth speaker. I'm not hundred percent on that. I think mm. you can, I'm pretty sure you can, mm. but you can absolutely use your HomePod or HomePod mini as uh, speakers as well too. So, so if you don't want it coming through, TV on. well, you know, I've not, no, you probably wouldn't. Mm. Um, but you, uh, I, I, at home in our living room, I just have them connected to two HomePod minis, mm. which it sounds much better than nice the stereo, stereo sound. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. All right. So if if you start watching something and it and description does not start and this is going to be true if it's an iTunes content and Apple TV plus content, Netflix, Disney plus Amazon Prime doesn't really matter. The process is basically the same to enable um, uh, um, uh, audio description. What you're going to do is while the movie is playing or pause, we can go ahead and hit the controls. We can, come on. We can go ahead and swipe down on Trolls. the little keep uh, that, that little select button that touch sensitive if we go ahead and swipe down on it is it going to pop up or is it going to be actions available oh, media there. controls there. Oh, no, actions available <laughs> select hey, info tab one of three so we get um side note it's funny because we did this in Disney Plus and it was the opposite. <laughs> so in Netflix, you can't swipe down. You have to use the down arrow. In Disney Plus, down arrow didn't work. You had to swipe down. <laughs> so either try swiping down or hit the down arrow. One of the two will pop it up. 
And this comes up with kind of a, a, a controls that you can use to do a bunch of different things uh, regarding the content. And there are some tabs again. First of all, there is can be a tab to switch through a bunch Actions of different available. chapters if you want to. So if you want to move around Actions by available. chapter, let's go ahead and hit our right arrow. Well, I think you might need to hit you down again. Oh, did it go away? Yeah. Selected in subtitles tab. We have two a subtitle, so we can go down and choose different subtitles. Well, we're going to do one more. Audio tab three. We three. want audio, so we're going to hit down. Go in there. Full dynamic range button. Now I'm going to go over two. to the left. Selected English AD button one of three. And now I have three audio tracks. English AD. You always hear AD. That's audio description. So you're going to go ahead and choose that one. Mine is already selected. If I go down. Spanish Oops. button. English original. There's button. English two original. So that would obviously be the normal audio track without audio description. Or we can do Spanish three as well too. So once you choose your audio description track, English then the, it will go away, and then you've Actions now chosen available. that audio description track. Now, what I've also found, uh, both available. again for pretty much all of the different apps, Netflix, Actions Prime, available. Hulu, Disney Plus, once you choose the audio description track, Actions available. <laughs> right, there's actions available. I got you. Once you choose the audio trip, uh, oh, now it's going to read it. Now it's going to read it. 49 minutes. Posing as a school teacher, a down on his guitarist, so he can turn to his class to a rock band. And choose I'm going to go back to popular on Netflix. Selected. School of Rock, 2075. They might read it again here. Let's see. That's good. That's good. To 98% match. One hour, 49 minutes. Selected. Movies. Four of six. All right. What I found Match. is that once you choose the audio description track once, it will most of the time default to audio description if there is one available. Excellent. So it's kind of nice. You don't have to go in and change it each and every time. Mm -hmm. Colby, we, we don't, we only have five minutes left, believe it or not. Um, it's, it's flown by, but um <laughs> The process for the old uh, the old Fire TV there, the Amazon Fire TV. Yep. Pretty similar kind of process. Yeah. So with the Amazon Fire TV, it's going to be um, a little. That's going to again use the up, down, left, right, center, and uh, OK in the center. Mm -hmm. Its uh, home screen is a little bit different than the Amazon uh, or than the Apple TV. But again, you're going to utilize those four arrow keys to move around with the screen reader going. It's going to read all the things back to you. I almost think that we can't do it September 30th, mm. but I almost wonder if we need to extend this one more time and do the fire stick because I would like, you know what, people throw it in the chat. Be honest. If you would like to see a session um, dedicated to the fire stick, let us know because one of the things that we didn't um, get to on this, and we can wrap it up here in a moment, is using Siri, yes. but also Alexa being built into the Amazon Fire TV is, is, is really cool. So throw it in the chat if you want us to do a design, uh, if you want us to uh, do a specific. We have at least one yes in uppercase with two exclamation marks. All right, we'll do it. That's and we have zero we no's. All right, so, well, I mean, one to zero, we'll win. If anybody, if right. anybody has a no, though, I mean, get it in the chat quickly. Let's go real quick as you put that in. One thing I mm -hmm. want to mention about the Amazon, uh, about the Apple TV. We looked at Netflix, but really all the other apps are very similar. Disney Plus, Hulu. It's going to be a very basic, same navigation style, moving around uh, and playing content. So once you sort of learn one, you're pretty much good to go on all the others. 
Now, one of the other things you can use is Siri built in. Now, we're pretty familiar with how Siri works on our iPhone and our iPad, but one of the upsides to using Siri on our Apple TV is asking for specific content. So let's say we wanted to resume that school of rock on mm -hmm. Netflix. Let's see if we can get Siri to do it. Sometimes it, it's difficult, but I think we're going to be able to do it this time. Watch School of Rock on Netflix. School of Rock, one of four. All right, so here is some search results. And the first one here is School of Rock, and we probably want that, so let's hit OK. Selected. Netflix, Rock menu, watch now, tab, one in progress. Try Paramount Plus free, button. And we now, of rock, seven it's days trying free, to $10 show us in Paramount Plus, is down on his which is sort of annoying, but let's come down. Add to up next, button. Episode one, come together. No. Dewey, I don't know why. Oh, it's a TV one. show. It's a TV show. So let's go back. Menu, watch now, tab. And one let's seven. go back again. Netflix, row two. And let's do that search one. again. So that first one was the TV, not the movie. Watch the School of Rock movie on Netflix. School of Rock, one of two. So now that first one we probably know is the TV show. Rock and Roll High School, Maybe two of two. <laughs> School of Rock, one of two. You know what, Siri? You sometimes just like to I'm be gonna tell you, it looks visually like. Wait. Oh, no, mate. I don't know. Well, let's try it. Try it. Selected. <laughs> so, I have no idea. Netflix, row two. Call Netflix. Rent button. So, uh, okay, now I think we School got School of Rock, $14. And now let's go down. Try Paramount Plus free. No, button. Again, Add to up next. Oh. But trailers. Add to up next. Trailers related. Bad new. How to watch. Buy. $14. No. And cast and crew. Jack Black. How to watch. Oh, Buy. $14.99. One of five. Oh. Rent. $3. Try free. So no. Get Paramount Plus app. Open in Prime Video app. 505. Oh, that's so close. But it is in Netflix. So. It free. It's Seven weird because usually here it will allow us to use a different app than what it's wanting. But it looks like Netflix. I wonder if they've removed um, your ability to use Siri. That would be weird. The Mighty Docs, two of 32. Yeah, Bad News Bear, How to Watch, yeah. Cast and Crew, also included in these collections. Yeah, weird. So in conclusion, it's a bit complicated to do Well, this time it is. This time it is, yeah. Usually you're able to ask Siri uh, to bring up specific things. You can even ask it a lot of times, like, um, let's see if this works real quick. Mm. Show me the Friends episode that starred Brad Pitt. Sorry, I can't help you with the iTunes store on your Apple TV. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Sure, Siri. Um, say? Siri might be having some difficulties today. <laughs> Typically, uh, it will. you don't even have to give it a specific episode. You could say the one starring Brad Pitt, or you could say, uh, let's try this. Show me Friends season four, episode five. Which one? Season four, episode five, hey, one of two. There we go. So that one this time it worked. Mm -hmm. And then I don't. Buy from two dollars and ninety nine. So now you can go ahead and buy or rent this TV Friends, show. And I'm guessing that in general they're going to suggest Netflix, the Apple two, TV call option first. They typically do. Yes. Mm, it's funny how that works. Yes, isn't they it? typically do. Very strange. I assume you can also use Siri just to open up the different yeah. uh, channels. Yeah. So, yeah. so we can video. say open Netflix. Mm -hmm. Prime selected movies selected movies go. four of six. Yep. 98% okay. Matt 2003. Yeah, you know what? I'm not even sure. Uh, let's, let's who is the president right now? 
Sorry, I can't search yeah. for that here. Uh, I didn't yes. think it could. I think uh, unlike weird. Alexa, which is why I sort of wanted to show it, it will yeah. do some of that. Yeah. Uh, Siri is real more is is really kind of geared to just things specific here, the TV watching, movies, uh, but you can do some ho smart home stuff. So okay. if you do have um, home set up and, and, and some smart home stuff, you can do it. We are well. totally out of time Let's here. Let's do it. I do have a question. Yes. Um, I noticed that there was a rotor gesture option in the settings. Have you ever, have you looked at that? Prime video. So on the old Rotate. remote, you could do the rotor gesture. Yeah. I'm not, uh, I'm not 100% sure how you do it. option in the settings. I wonder. If I'm not 100% how can I do it on the Column five. Games folder, yeah. 44 items, speaking go. rate, red screen after delay, yeah. speaking oh, rate. So you can do it on the little guy. Red yeah. screen after speaking rate, 50, okay. 45, 50, yep. 55%. So if you're familiar with the rotor gesture on uh, iPad and iPhone, you can uh, do it on the little, on the little touch pad. Yeah, good uh, look, get your okay. fingers on that. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, that was a good bit of TV watching. I was kind of hoping we'd get to watch a movie, but I guess maybe next time. Yeah, we need more time. Yeah, we need more time. Well, uh, we're going to get more time because we have three votes to, to zero. Okay. Or yes, well, let's do it. further television. Well, I appreciate those who want who okay. may have wanted no, they didn't put it in. I appreciate yeah, that. They thought it, restraint. but they did not say it. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll cover the Amazon Fire TV. Uh, not next time because next time is our special episode, but the time yeah. after that. And uh, again, just a reminder, next time, two weeks from today, if you want to join us at 10, you can use the normal link to join us at 10 and we will be doing uh, stuff all the way through to after midday. Uh, but if you just want to join us to Tech Talk Live, that's fine. Use your link and join us at 11 instead. You got it. Mm. Um, okay, Corey, quickly. Yeah. Um, I, I was meaning to ask you, so I'm going to do it live on air. Mm -hmm. I think people who were on the show last week may have heard that you moved into a new house. I did. Congratulations. Thank you. My question is, have you sold your old house yet? I did. Hey! I did over the weekend, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, Follow-up question. Did you receive the monetary compensation that you were hoping for? Uh, better than I was hoping ah, for. Ah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, $7 million. Well, that I'm is significantly <laughs> more than I thought you were going to sell for. Well, if the person who purchased your house is watching us today, then uh, congratulations on your new house. Enjoy the hope, pool. I hope you enjoy the pool. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, with that, thank you all for watching. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye, all. Thanks for joining us for another Tech Talk Live. If you enjoyed Corey and Luke's antics, join us again in two weeks. To register, visit vision-forward.org slash tech talk live.